0: Welcome to the Hello Sunday podcast with me, Nikki Hyden. This is the podcast that discusses everything self-development, spirituality, and sobriety. And it wouldn't be me without a little sprinkling of humor. Whether you are just starting out on your journey of self-development or have been exploring these topics for years, are completely alcohol-free, or just curious about living a more sober lifestyle, this is the podcast for you. Each week, I'll be exploring topics in both solo episodes and with some amazing guest experts. So, if you like what you hear, then please subscribe, rate, and review. So, with that said, let's dive into today's episode. Hello, hi, welcome, and welcome back to another episode, and in fact, the final episode of 2023 of Hello Sunday. I hope you're all super well, I hope you've all had a fab week. It feels really odd because whilst I've been uploading every single week, the last time that I actually recorded was a couple of weeks ago because I pre-recorded the goal-setting episodes, which were the last two that you would have heard, before I went away and watched my friends get married in Las Vegas, which was amazing, but also had quite a horrific ending, which I'll I'll talk to you about in a minute. Um, So I recorded those episodes a few weeks ago, and was always going to do this one just before Christmas. But it feels like I've had ages off, even though I've actually not. And even though you guys wouldn't have known any different because I've pre-recorded. So yeah, it feels really weird recording the last one of the year when I've had a bit of a break. But also, 2023 is nearly done guys so I hope you enjoyed the goal setting episode and the goal achieving episode. I hope that that has helped to just set up your mindset a little bit for the year ahead and to get you into just that kind of that space where you need to start thinking about like what you want from next year, how you're going to achieve it, working with the seasons of your life etc etc. Also, apologies if the sound on this episode isn't as crisp as normal. There's something wrong with this microphone, but I only had this period of time that I could record this week, so we're going to roll with it. I've listened to a bit of a test back, and it sounds okay. It's a little bit more like muffled and not as sharp as usual, but we're going to go with it because your girl's not a professional, and she's short on time this week. It's an absolutely mentally busy week. As I tie up work and business for the end of the year, we get ready to celebrate Christmas with both of our families. We're also then going away in between Christmas and New Year's. So it's, um, yeah, a lot to kind of like pack and organise. We've also just had a ton of new furniture delivered, which I didn't think was going to happen until January. So we've got cobble boxes and packaging coming out of our ears and trying to find new homes for the pieces that we're getting rid of. So it's been a busy one. But yeah, apologies for the sound. If it is a little bit off, I'll make sure that I've sorted it for the new year. So I'm going to talk a little bit this week about, I guess, kind of boredom and the importance of having like space and downtime and being bored, which let's be honest, we don't often do um, in modern day life. It's Really busy, as I say, and we have so much stimulation, we're always available with social media and phones, etc. etc. So, we don't do that as much as we used to, and actually, the importance of it is still as high as it's always been. So, I am going to talk a little bit about that. However, first of all, I just wanted to talk about something that happened when we went to Vegas, it was an amazing trip. The five days that we spent with our friends and then watching them get married and both of their 40th birthdays were on the same day and it was just the best group that we could have gone with. We did so much. It was actually pretty tame. When people talk about Vegas, you think of like just I guess being like partying and wild 24-7, but we saw some fantastic shows, we went to some amazing restaurants, it was it was everything that I wanted it to be and more and literally the best time. And then we boarded the flight home. And 30 minutes into the flight home, so we'd just taken off from the US, my husband went unresponsive, so he'd ordered a Diet Coke from the cabin crew and when they went to hand it to him he was completely unresponsive and essentially had what we know now to be a seizure vomited all over himself we didn't know what was happening, we didn't know if he was having some sort of stroke or heart attack or it was honestly the scariest thing I've ever been through in my whole life, I I thought he was going to die, we were all crying and screaming and and trying to intervene the cabin crew were absolutely phenomenal they did call for a doctor on board and there was an amazing lady called Kate and a nurse as well who runs um, A&E departments called Alex and she was Phenomenal, and Without them, I don't know what we would have done. Um, but, yeah, the whole journey then, they eventually, after a couple of hours when he'd cleaned himself up and got changed and we knew he was stable, um, they bumped him into business class so that he could sleep. But the whole flight, as you can imagine, I was just an absolute nervous wreck and anxious as fuck. So, yeah, it was probably the worst nine hours of my life. We then had to drive back from Heathrow. And safe to say, I just was like staring at him the whole time. I was trying to drive and trying to concentrate. I'd had no sleep. It was absolutely awful. And I think it was just a huge start reminder of just what is important in life and just like what to prioritise. Like we get so caught up in the details and the bullshit and sweating the small stuff. And actually in that moment, like I thought I was going to lose him. And... God, sorry. <laughs> Me to get emotional, but it honestly felt like he wasn't going to come off that flight. Um, we went for tests the next day, he went for a CT scan, an ECG, they did his bloods, and it transpired that he'd had a bad reaction to the melatonin that he'd taken before he got on the flight to help him sleep. Now, if you don't know what melatonin is, it's not actually available in the UK, it's available just to pick up in a pharmacy like paracetamol in the US, we have had it on numerous occasions before. It's a hormone. It's the hormone that your body secretes for you to fall to sleep naturally. So when it goes dark, that is the hormone that you produce that tells your body that it's sleep time. So he took some of that. He did take a higher dose than he normally takes, but it's Castus as a supplement it's a hormone it's natural and we had absolutely no idea that you could attend, essentially overdose and especially at the low levels that he was taking so that was a real rude awakening and just a reminder that even if you're taking supplements herbal remedies anything new don't take it without you know i know it sounds silly but the advice of your doctor Especially don't take it before you board a flight because the air pressure, the changes can all add to create the perfect storm. Which on this occasion, we think that it did. So, yeah, it was a really, really rough 48 hours not knowing if he had had something neurologically go wrong, if it was his heart. You know, there were so many things that we needed to rule out because we're flying again in a couple of weeks as well. So, yeah, it's just made me hold my loved ones a little bit closer and it's just given me a little bit of a jolt into. For those of you that are regular listeners to the show, or maybe you know me personally, you won't have been able to get away without hearing me talk about Simprove. Simprove is a scientifically backed water-based probiotic drink. You drink it daily and it has been scientifically proven to help with things like bloating, IBS symptoms, pain. It was actually a dietitian friend of mine that introduced it to me last year. And I honestly wouldn't be without it now. It's helped with my energy, with my bloating. It's helped with my immune system and also things like my skin. The list is honestly endless. Now, I have got a code for you. So if you'd like to try SimProof, you can get 50%, that's a massive 50% off your first three-month subscription by going on to SimProof.com and putting in the code NIKKI50. That's nikki K I five zero, or clicking the link in the show notes. Yeah, just remembering, I think, you know, what, what's important and what to prioritise. So please do... Cherish spending time with your loved ones this holiday season and just make the most of them. You know, I know it's prime time for arguments and fallings out and talking about, you know, things that you really don't need to to be paying attention to and the details that you can probably just overlook. Um, Because honestly, when you think that life can just turn a 180 like that in a split second, like it just does not worth thinking about so anyway but that's enough of my sad little story um and for those of you that know me personally I'm sure that you've you've kind of read about it online and um I've probably spoken to some of you about it um already but yeah I just thought it was an important reminder and also a warning for anyone that does take sleeping aids or supplements or anything like that so boredom let's talk about this um We don't have a lot of times, I mean I'm the worst for it to be honest, I will have a podcast on when I'm in the shower, I'll be looking at my phone when I'm basically doing anything that doesn't involve driving, so in between the ad breaks, if we're watching something, the only time that I probably don't is if we're watching a film and it doesn't give your brain the opportunity to have real downtime. So Being bored and having that space and giving your brain the downtime that it needs isn't scrolling, it isn't looking at anything on your phone, it isn't watching TV, it isn't listening to a podcast, it's essentially not being stimulated by anything. So those times where you could allow yourself to be bored or not even bored, just have mental downtime or when you're in the shower when you are cooking, when you're walking, when you are doing your makeup or your hair in the morning, when you're driving. So many of us have podcasts and stuff on when we drive and actually especially for shorter journeys it's a really good opportunity to give your mind and your brain that chance to have that downtime. And the downtime is really important because it's been scientifically proven that it helps with planning strategies, it helps with problem solving and developing a problem solving skill set. It helps with flexibility, it helps to um, create organisation. So a lot of really famous kind of like authors and artists and singers will state that they've had their most creative moments when they're ironing or when they're cooking when they're doing something that doesn't involve being stimulated by anything where their their mind has got time to wonder and where you've got that sort of mental downtime in that space your brain's working 24 7 even when you're asleep and when you're not aware not aware of it it's listening it's sensing it's dealing with stressors, it's keeping you safe and it's making sure that you are able to go into the right kind of zone or mode that you need to should it be alerted to anything so it's constantly working so if you imagine then when we're awake and we've got all of that kind of visual stimulation that we're not aware of that's subconscious that's around us all the time we've got um, audio sensations and noises that we're being stimulated by we've got sensory so things that we can feel the air temperature the pressure on certain parts of your body whether you're standing or sitting all of that is creating data that is being processed by your brain so you add on to that scrolling on social media writing texts responding to emails doing phone calls watching stuff it's an absolute sensory overload and our brains haven't yet evolved to deal with all of that stuff you know when we were prehistoric or you know back in caveman times we didn't have all this sensory overload and it's just not designed to to keep up with it and and neither should it be you know so um busy modern day lives with you know work kids keeping a home staying fit having a social life they don't allow for much downtime and when somebody says to us oh, just, you know, you should sit and do nothing. It almost feels like counterintuitive. Like, why would I do that when I've got a to-do list as long as my arm or I've got work targets that I need to hit or the kids need me to do their tea or, you know, whatever it might be. Depending on your lifestyle, there's always going to be something that you need to do. But doing nothing is actually what fuels your ability to be productive Putting on the brakes at the right times is what allows for the car to go properly when it needs to. you wouldn't you wouldn't drive a car without any brakes. You would put the brakes on at the right time so that then when you need to go you've got the momentum and it's the same for human beings. We need to have the brakes put on. We need to have that stop and a complete mental piece of downtime in order for us to be able to be productive then and to really fire on all cylinders when we do need to do stuff. So according to neuroscientists, boredom can actually amp up your creativity and task engagement. And there's been numerous studies on this. Um, There's been um, one that was done by Washington State University where participants were assigned a really tedious task of um turning virtual pegs on on a computer and um one of the participants rehearsed songs from an upcoming concert in her head as she performed so there was she got an upcoming concert she was rehearsing the songs as she was performing the task and in fact she ended up turning the pegs to the beat of the music and it just proved that thinking about something it kept her engaged in the task and provided her like a proactive way of coping with the boredom by thinking about something else, allowing her mind to wonder and essentially do something else, but not be stimulated. So it allows you to kind of, I guess, engage with the boredom. And quite often you will find yourself coming up with, ideas you will find yourself coming up with strategies and ways of doing things in the space that we have when we take a break from productivity and like engagement strategies and solutions that have been there all along pretty much are given the space to come to life they are given the space to birth so you might find yourself coming up with amazing ideas in the shower for instance or coming up with the solution to a problem that you've had for a while when you're out walking the dog or when you're cooking, you don't have to be sat and, like, fully meditating or fully making your mind completely blank in order to be giving it enough space, in order to be, you know, it it just needs to be a mundane task or a task that you don't have to think about, you know, brushing your teeth, for instance. You don't have to be doing absolutely nothing but it's just not overstimulated to yourself. So rather than listen to a podcast on your dog walk, just take in the nature and let your mind wander. Rather than watching a YouTube video whilst you're cooking, unless it's the um recipe of how you're cooking or whatever you're cooking, then you know it just gives you that chance. And I know, for instance, like my husband's not a big meditator. He would I don't think he could think of anything worse. That actually sitting there and doing nothing or, or allowing his mind to be completely blank and again that's not actually the purpose of meditation meditation is about allowing the thoughts and then just gently pushing them away but he couldn't think of anything worse than that whereas he cooks every night he's the one in our household that cooks our dinners so that's his time where he will often do nothing but cook and that will allow him to like process his day and to come up with strategies to problems that he might have encountered that day or think of things that he hasn't had that time and space to during the day because he's been so overstimulated with, like, work and the computers and stuff. The Italians have actually got a really lovely name for us. Now, I'm going to butcher this because I'm not Italian and my uh, accents are, well, ask anyone that knows me. It always ends up Jamaican or Indian. Um, But they say, Il donce fa niente which translates to the sweetness of doing nothing, which I love. I think that is such a beautiful phrase, the sweetness of doing nothing. Rather than seeing it as being bored or like a negative connotation, if you think of it as giving your mind the chance to really wonder and giving yourself the space to be creative and just having 10 or 15 minutes where you're not scrolling or listening to something or doing a million other things at once. The sweetness of doing nothing and it allows for so much to come out of that. So I thought this was a perfect topic just to finish the year on because that little bit in between Christmas and New Year is absolutely perfect for this. We're not as pressured and stressed Because other people aren't working. Most of other people aren't working. I know there's quite a few of my friends that are in things like healthcare and retail where they don't necessarily get that time off. But, you know, normally you'll have a day or two over Christmas at least where you can give yourself that downtime. You can let yourself rest. And rather than booking in a million and one things in your to do list that you've not done throughout the year, maybe just try and have a day where you just go for walks and you just laze around and You know, maybe you're not scrolling. Give yourself that digital detox and just allow your mind to wonder. And maybe on those days, you know, don't listen to something whilst you're in the shower. Don't listen to something whilst you're cooking. I know it's difficult if you've got kids because they probably won't respect your not overstimulation boundary. But it's definitely worth doing it with regards to things that you can control. So having that real downtime, having that real space Maybe try and do that in between Christmas and New Year. And actually, um, in a book that I read recently, they refer to it as Twixtmas, um, which is that downtime in between the Christmas period and the New Year period, or or Christmas Day and Boxing Day and New Year. So taking a mental health day when you need it, if you can, as far as work goes, balancing work and rest so that you're not working into... The evening and you know you do take that break and have that distinction between work and life like I say having a digital detox or just not consistently scrolling in those quieter moments and taking work breaks maybe go for a walk when you're on your break or sit and have your lunch and actually just don't do anything else like I say I'm so guilty of this I will literally find myself either scrolling or watching a YouTube video or responding to emails whilst I'm eating my lunch and actually what I'm going to do next year is once I've eaten my lunch in silence or without any other stimulation is actually then just go for a walk. So I've got at least a good 30 minutes then in my day where I'm having that downtime, having that mental break. And actually on my morning walks, doing the same, Not I often voice, notes, voice no, my friends on those walks. But I think having a good 10, 15 minutes where I'm not doing that or I'm not listening to anything, just to really start my day with a clear mind, I guess, and, and having that ability to be creative and to organize your thoughts and come up with those strategies so I hope that you've enjoyed that I hope you've enjoyed all of the podcasts this year if you've not caught up yet then go back and catch up we've had some fab guests and hopefully I've covered off some topics that potentially could have been of interest to you uh, I've got some great stuff lined up for next year. I've got some more guests that I am just finalising some dates with. I'm going to be taking a break now until the I think it's the 21st of January. I want to say, yeah, 21st of January. I'm back at work. Weekends in the 15th of Jan. So actually, the first working day for me next year is also my birthday. But January is never the best time to have a birthday anyway. So I think we'll celebrate later in the year. And then, yeah, I'll be back with a new episode on Sunday, the 21st of January. But yeah, like I say, it'll give you a chance to go back and listen. Also, if you have enjoyed, as always, please, please do follow the show and share it on your socials, subscribe and also thank you so much to everyone that's done me a review on Apple, I've had a few more over the last couple of weeks so really so very much appreciated and yeah if you do enjoy the content I would love 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 for you to go and do that for me. So have an absolutely fantastic Christmas and a wonderful, wonderful new year. And I cannot wait to come back to you refreshed and hopefully with some fabulous new content in 2024. Thanks for listening. You can find us on Instagram at Pod, or you can email us on pod at outlook.com. Have a great week.